This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. We now enter what we call on Mondays at half past 11, Africa Center, where we look at, you know, developments beyond the borders of South Africa, taking you to the world around us and getting to understand exactly what is happening in other parts of the world. Today, though, on Africa Center, we bring you something that is fairly close to home, but was indeed uh, with a continental outlook. We saw President Emmanuel Macron uh, convening a summit on financing African economies in Paris, in Paris, uh, Paris, some would say. Uh, this was on Tuesday. The summit uh, saw a number of uh, representatives from about 28 African countries, uh, in, and then with South Africa and some other countries, uh, such as uh, China, France, Germany, Italy, Portugal, Spain, Netherlands, the UK, the US, Saudi Arabia, and the UAE uh, attending on this. We did see quite a sizable delegation uh, accompanying President Ramaphosa to France. I'm going to be joined by acting minister in the presidency, Minister Kumbuzon Chabeni. Minister, good morning and welcome to Power Talk. Good morning. Good morning to you and to your listeners and thank you for having us. No, thank you for making the time. I mean, uh, some of us haven't had the pleasure to fly to Europe in a while because of COVID-19. But you went there on business and a serious uh, summit on financing African economies. Can you just give us a brief background as to why this summit was necessary? I think, uh, uh, thank you for that question. I'm sure you are aware that France is going to take over the leadership of the EU next year. Mm. And I think in preparation for that, they then decided that their agenda for the EU will be uh, the development of Africa. And therefore, they then convened um, mostly African leaders, but also brought leaders from the EU, the international um, financing agencies, and also other large uh, global players into a conversation of what should be the agenda for Africa's uh, uh, recovery given the pandemic, but also how do we assist? Uh, how do they assist Africa to have access to vaccines? If you recall, uh, in fact, the fact that Africa is only vaccinated two percent of its population, whereas uh, these uh, leading nations have vaccinated almost forty percent of their population. France, for instance, on its own has already vaccinated 30 million people and with 9 million already on their second jet. And the main issue with that is access to vaccines because, you know, um, I think it's uh, India has closed down that um, Serum Institute cannot release um, vaccines. Mm. They are returning it for Indians. Uh, Europe, they've done the same. The U.S. have done the same. We in South Africa, we had said we are our primary vaccine, uh, vaccine we're going to use was J&J. And you know the FDA is still taking his time in terms of investigating the the, 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 the the challenges which they had with the six people who died on who were on a and And that is impacting our ability to vaccinate. And, you know, the, our president, uh, together with, uh, supported by India, has been leading the global campaign to get the IP intellectual property rights for the vaccines uh, to be waived for a period to allow developing nations to develop their own vaccines and to get the technology transferred. And which now we are aware that the U.S. is supporting us. France yes. are, are also thinking that they will, they will be able to support us with a few tricks and, and, and there. But a, a number of uh, large players are coming to support us. We don't have Germany so far. 
We don't have the UK so far but in, in the WTO, but we are working and we have requested uh, uh, President Macron to also help us with those colleagues. The president continues to engage with Chancellor Merkel on that. So that's the conversation. And, and Minister, where are our sort of uh, BRICS partners in this conversation, such as Russia and China, insofar as the TRIPS waiver is concerned at the WTO? They haven't come to the party themselves. On, on, on the issues. Remember, they have Russia and, and, Chi- and China have their own vaccines that they are producing, though they have not yet uh, met our requirements in terms of the SAPRA, the South African Health Product Regulatory Authority, which they have submitted their vaccines. Yes. So they have not really come to the party on that one. We are kind of on our own as developing nations, and that's why we are leading as a country. It, and, it, uh, it, as it, almost yeah. makes, it almost makes a circus of some of our geopolitical arrangements that we have, given how much uh, we tend to be left to hang to dry on a number of questions by some of those BRICS countries. But back to this vaccines issue, Minister, last year uh, French President Macron and uh, President Ramaphosa were also quite uh, leading the People's Vaccine Initiative uh, by the WHO supporting Dr. Tedros there uh, in many ways trying to fundraise and you know make the case uh, for countries to make sure that there's equitable access to these vaccines and so on. Was there any stock taking of that effort which seems to have been circumvented by a growing vaccine nationalism across the globe. There, there was stock taking on that on that conversation, and President Macron is coming into into the country on the 28th of May, which is this weekend, and he, we are expecting an announcement in terms of the partnership with of France and South Africa in terms of making sure that there is equitable access to vaccines and also the collaboration between ourselves and France. I'm I'm, I'm sure if the technical discussions are finalised quick enough, the, when he comes through, the two presidents will make the the announcement on, on in that regard. But uh, talking about the geopolitical arrangements that we have, I think like the president said when we were in France at the summit, that Africa knows what it has to do, what, what it's required to be done, what it is doing, how it's ready itself, and therefore we cannot afford to rely on other people or other countries. We must rely on ourselves as Africans. And remember, the president is a champion of of, of, of vaccination in the continent and yes. the AU. So that's why we are leading that chat. So we, we are fully aware as, as, as a government and as a, as a as a people of, of the continent and all the, the, the leaders, we, we had, I think, 10, if not more, bilateral uh, engagements with the, with the other presidents who were in there from the continent just to make sure that we are sane in the, when we get into that summit in terms of the communication, the messaging, and we were on point, we were the same. We were saying we must give us a, the trip waiver. is non-negotiable. It must be done. The technology transfer must be done. And you cannot tell us we don't have capacity to deliver or to manufacture. We have the capacity. With those who do not have the capacity, will develop the capacity. Those who have the capacity, like South Africa, I think even uh, Ivory Coast and Senegal and Morocco, they'll be able to to ramp up that capacity. Countries like Egypt will be able to bring in that capacity quick enough. And uh, and so we're saying, don't tell us what needs to be done for us. We are telling you what we want done, and that's what we must deliver. Absolutely. Minister, beyond the uh, COVID-19 issues, there are serious other problems that the continent faces around, you know, uh, financing, debt levels. Uh, There was also just a bit of talk that uh, you know, there has to be lobbying so that uh, the IMF uh, can provide some uh, money, about 100 billion US dollars, in IMF special drawing rights reserves uh, to Africa by October. This, of course, is a matter that is going to be advocated for. But what does it mean in simple terms to me as a citizen of a country that participated in this particular summit? 
what what it means, and maybe we must take it first at the level of the continent. You you know, Africa on its own uh, only have in total thirty three million uh, US dollars of uh, drawing rights to the IMF. Billion or million? Uh, uh, um, million, I think. No, no, a billion. But that US is, dollars, uh, yes. Yeah, 33 billion US dollars, but that is not enough in terms of the continent. Whereas the developed nations have almost 100 billion US dollars, which they're not using, which they're not drawing in. And we're saying that money must be redistributed to the African uh, countries to make sure that it's used for the recovery, for the economic recovery, so that we can access it. Because if you check what the MS has done, they said when you access the, the, the special drawing rights, you're... The interest rates are reduced and all those kinds of things that they, they, they are reduced to make it very affordable. And they, they also the repayment terms uh, are, are, are very favorable for the, for this particular period. So the first thing is that get, let's, I think, and there is consensus to say, get the redistribution of that uh, 100 million, uh, billion uh, US dollars drawing rights distributed within the developing nation. That is one. But secondly, we're saying that even if you redistribute the 100 billion US dollars, to the developing nations for the, to exercise uh, drawing uh, 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 rights for, on them is not enough. There's another scheme of 650 billion US dollars that is being proposed by the US, uh, you know, by the IMF to say, let's have it available. But mm. these, uh, developed nations are still dilly-dallying about access to that, to making that uh, scheme available. The IMF has done its proposal, and we're saying that scheme, the, the redistribution, we're fine, we're everybody supporting, there's consensus, I think even the G7, when they meet, there will be that consensus. But the issue is that the other allocation of drawing rights yep. of the 650 is what's important because, and we're saying it cannot be proportional to your economic whatever, it should be proportional to your requirements. And but to- the other issue that came through is that even when the IMF has uh, that drawing rights available, the 33 billion of Africa that is available is not being accessed because You've got your rating agencies that says when you go and acquire debt, yes. your, your, your ability to repay debt and all those things, and they, they, they continue to downgrade you. And we're saying the rating, there should be an engagement with the rating agency to change the framework because the framework they're using is a framework when everything was normal. But now the framework, the situation is not normal, it's abnormal. That framework must be changed to respond to the time. We can't continue to be measured by the arrangements that were made in is it 1930 when the World War II ended, or 1949, and with the, with the end of the World War, because we're still governed by that arrangement. There's a new reality, there are new imperatives that those frameworks must be changed to enable African countries and developing countries in general to be able to access the, those rights without okay. uh, downgrading their economic standards. All right. My guest is Acting Minister in the Presidency, Minister Kumbuzo Nchabeni. If you have any question for her during this Africa Center a conversation reflecting on the summit on financing African economies that was hosted by France last week, the line to dial is 0861-987-000. It is 14 minutes to 12 this morning. Minister, I mean, some people have argued that, uh, you know, this facility, the special drawing rights, uh, reserves to Africa might also create another problem of debt in the long term uh, future. Why is it that the conversation is not moving towards African countries being allowed to use in a similar manner as uh, European and other Western countries did their central banks to respond to the challenges on COVID-19, particularly a country like South Africa that is said to have some foreign exchange reserves? But that, that is the conversation that is being had to say 
when we have this access, and that's why I mentioned it just now, that you can't continue to use the same frameworks you've been using in the for the Brenton Wood Institutes. You must use a new framework. So if we are going to, because now they said they draw the special. That's why they call them special drawing rights. Yes. The special drawing rights are, are not giving you debt and are not um, are not going to be the the debt. The, the, the interest the rate is going to be at a very minimal price, but the debt principally will still remain. The interest rate is going to be minimal, but also there's a proposal that they use it to also reduce the debt uh, to what you call debt forgiveness of of of, of African countries or mm. developing nations. That is part of the that those are part of the things that are on the conversation, and also allow the the reserve bank because if you do the the, the debt um, forgiveness on that amounts of those amounts that are owed to the IMF, you release the. The, the, the reserve banks or the central banks of these nations to be able to use resources within their own to to to, to improve their economic standing. We could, as a, a country, we could be able to pump more resources into the into into the market to allow investments to allow businesses to recover and all and and to put on also on the infrastructure development but that's the conversations we are having to say let's just we cannot just have a conversation that they give us access to money with low interest rate we must say how do we forgive the the, the debt that is already there more especially for nations that will not be able to pay but how do you enable the central banks to be able to use their own instruments to to uh, to trigger their own economic recovery Previous Minister, the Secretary General of the United Nations, Antonio Guterres, and President Ramaphosa have spoken quite at length on the idea of debt restructuring even for some of the developing countries. Is this something that came up because it also touches on questions around debt forgiveness and so on? Um, is, is, is France doing anything as a country on that front on those countries in the continent that may be owing the, uh, the, the, the government of uh, France through its various instruments some money? Lukona, you remember you remember the famous quote of the president that don't tell us what 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 we can do, mm. don't tell us what we want. We know what we want. Don't be paternalistic. Mm. It was because we, can, we there's a proposal from the African continent that says let's restructure the debt and restructure in in this way. But the conversations as they started, they were saying no, do it this way, and say no, you cannot be descriptive to us. Yeah. Might, we are the ones that are telling you what should work. So we are very clear. And on what that are the continent's that. demands on this debt restructuring conversation? because it's very, very important. The continent's demand is, uh, and I don't speak for the AU, and so if I yes, get in trouble, yes. look on. I have <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll come try and uh, intervene diplomatically, Minister. Uh, please, please, please. When you know, they can throw a uh, big one. Um, uh, uh, the, the demand is that, one, restructure the debt, but when you restructure that debt, there must be the forgiveness of some debt, and that we are willing, as African countries, to, to, for you to give us conditions to say that money that comes in must be strictly locked into particular economic recovery uh, projects, like if it's mm. infrastructure development, if it's healthcare facilities improvement, and those kinds of things. We are prepared to have those, uh, those uh, lock-in uh, uh, what you call it, fencing discussions, but it should be in, on our terms to say what is that money going to be used for. And, and but you can also, you you must also enable us the, that our reserve banks or central banks must be able to go and borrow or release the, the funds that they have without talking about what you call the the the, the debt deficits and the, the the credit and credit rating issues without that worry mm. because the major. The major issue now that is besetting uh, Africa and the developing nations is that even with these so many instruments that are so-called, they're available, 
they are not available, they are not accessible because the conditions with which the Reserve Bank or the Central Bank must access them or the, um, the Department of Treasury must access them are still very onerous because when you access, if South Africa goes now and, and take a, a 10 billion US dollar uh, instrument from the IMF, the rating agencies are going to come and say, your, your, your debt repayment, mm. your, your debt deficit is not sustainable. And we think, how do you say you've got this money there? So you think to us, there's water there, you must go and drink in that water. But for us to go and drink into that pool, we must first, uh, 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 pass through an ocean and we don't even have instruments to swim. We don't have <laughs> rowing boats, <laughs> rows and boats to swim. It's as good as not having that water there. Minister, can't, can't. Just, just, hold, just, hold, just hold the line for me on that note. I've got Marvin. Marvin, good morning. Uh, uh, good morning, guys. Uh, you know, I've got, to, with the ministers, uh, the way he's putting, he's putting on her facts there. You know, she's pleading poverty. But when you check Africa as a whole, mm. the way our leading parties are misusing money, uh, for instance, South Af- I don't think South Africa is poor. It's mm. just that the, uh, our resources, the little that we have, is being mismanaged. The politicians are, re- and, uh, are enriching themselves and their families. I don't buy that story of poverty. There's no, there's no ma- this thing of no, not having money in South Africa is just fake. I don't buy that story. Can you acknowledge that they are mismanaging the liquor that they are having? Okay, uh, Marvin, I'll put that to the minister. I mean, Minister Nchabeni, this also came through in the deliberations, in fact, that countries were being urged to utilize these new resources transparently and effectively. No doubt the issue of mismanagement of funds is uh, top of mind and there seems to be no end in sight. We, we need to be honest to ourselves. And Marvin, it, it, it's wrong to say we are pleading for, but we are not pleading for, but we are saying there's resources that are available for all nations of the world to utilize, and the terms of utilizing those resources must be equal for all nations of the world without uh, consideration of their developing status. Yes. And earlier I've just mentioned, just now I've just mentioned the fact that as Africans we are saying we are willing to have the, the drawing rights, not only the 100 billion that's available, but also the 650 a billion scheme that is being proposed linked to particular development initiatives. Because we know, we accept that even in our own country, we're in the situation where we are in because there have been mismanagement of resources and we're doing our best to recover those resources, but also to clean up. And that's, that's a fact. That's why we are having the Zondo Commission. That's why we're having all the, the SIU recovering funds and all those things. There are initiatives to recover. But the reality of the matter is that as we speak, we don't have those resources. They are not here. Mm. Until we find them, and we must stop the mismanagement. It's true, we are all stopping the mismanagement. We continue to talk to our 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 brothers and sisters in, within the, the the continent to say, can we do for the, what can we do? What is the development agenda? What are we using that money for? We are having those conversations, but the reality is that those monies are not now. Until we go. We, we, we recover wherever the money of South Africa has gone. Uh, other people go and recover the money where they've been fresh in mm. France, in Belgium, wherever else. We, we need to have money to develop, to deal with the imperatives of, of okay. today. We, M- Minister, let me bring in Sipo quickly so that we don't run out of time. Sipo, good morning. Uh, morning, Mwafrika, uh, even to the minister. No, uh, look, on, I'm happy that he touched on the SDRs, the special drawing rights, which, yeah. which I think they are a bit unfair. <clears throat> unjust in the sense that they have been formed under the wrong foundation of the Europeans all along. But secondly, should we wait for France or Europe to can convene the, the 
recovery plan for us or we wait for the UN or IMF to tell us about the 2023 scenarios? Why Africa is it um, very slow to even listen to the former colonizer France? Yeah. Because my worry is that even if we went into that summit, the ministers where they had even meetings with other African countries, what was in the agenda if it is not to build the youth of this continent what was in the agenda okay uh, uh, Sipo, i get you loud and clear minister i'm just going to write a light note question on that i mean it always it always terrifies me when i see african leaders being marshaled into one country japan has done it the u.s has done it france is doing it i mean is there no way it just looks bad is, is does it worry you from a government optics point of view no it, it, for me it, it, it doesn't worry me and i'll tell you why it doesn't worry me why we were able to go into that conversation with the United Voices because African countries have been engaging on their own. We have been talking with uh, the chairperson of the AU, President Tisekedi. We've been talking in terms of how do we recover Africa. It is for that reason that also the African Free Continental Trade uh, Agreement was also uh, allowed to take effect. But also the discussion on how do we how do we start to rebuild the continent in terms of uh, the African uh, Development Bank and, and other agencies. We have been having the conversations. Of course, we don't have the money to shepherd everybody into one in, into one room now. But they've been meeting virtually to address all those issues. Mm. But as the economy starts to open and the world starts to open the, with the vaccinations and the, the ability of people to move, we are going to, as Africa, we are going to meet uh, on our own and say, from an African perspective, because we can't. All, it's correct that we can't always rely on the former colonizers and whatever. We must say, as Africans, what are we going to put on the ground for this development? How are we going to, 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 to police each other? How are we going to guide each other? How are we going to manage each other? Because we, all, we have our own challenges. And those are the conversations that have been taking place. Those are the, uh, both at the AU, at the SADC level, we have been having that. You will recall that why we are here and talking very eloquently about the vaccines and the program to get vaccines. And also we managed, as Africa, by the way, to get the PPEs right for the continent. It's because we came together and we did the AVAC scheme. We did the African uh, uh, Medical Supplies uh, um, Procurement Scheme to enable Africa to access those resources. That was not done by the former colonizers or the leading nations of the world. It was done by ourselves as Africans. But as the problem with us is that we don't want to give ourselves credit where it is due. The, the reality is that we have done our part, but we, can, we are not an island and we are still dependent on what the big nations does. Because, okay. For instance, at the WTO, it is a consensus decision. So if you can't go and lobby France together, uh, if France says, come, I want to hear you, I, I have a, a plan for you, and you say, no, you can't have a plan for us, we have a plan for ourselves, we want you to partner us on our own plan. We will not get that consensus at the WTO. Okay. Uh, Minister, coffee is on the line. Last one, coffee, short and sweet. Good morning. Hi, the corner. Good morning. Uh, good morning to the minister. I have to formally and totally disagree with the minister. I think she should be worried. And the point is very simple. France doesn't have money. France's budget deficit is one of the biggest in Europe. If, if the Africans were going to, to Germany, I would understand. Or if Africans were going to China, I would understand. But France... You know, it, 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 just, it just smacks me that Africans can't sit down and figure out their own economic problems. And so the question to, to the minister is, why are African government going? Again, I'm going to ask the why are they going to France that doesn't okay. have the money? All right, Kofi, loud and clear. Minister, as a parting shot, I mean, France is not the biggest player in the EU. That's definitely no doubt. Uh, what makes them attractive? 
France is going to be the chairperson of the EU next year. So that's what makes them attractive. The agenda of the EU is going to be fed by France. We are fully aware that France does not have its own money, and the France economy is also in trouble because of its budget deficit. But France is going to chair the EU, and we must influence the agenda of the EU in terms of their development approach to Africa. We cannot sit aside and say, because France does not have money, we're not going to engage with them. Okay. We're going to engage with everybody who have a say on that table in the EU, and the chairperson of the EU, incoming chairperson of the EU, has a larger say in that arrangement. Okay, of the EU. Minister. I'm out of time and I know you know because uh, time for power news is coming up soon. But thank you so much for joining us this morning. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.